What up, y'all? What's good? We back. We definitely are. Um, yeah, so the last episode, I totally just missed it and came at the last moment. <laughs> so we was just talking about, you know, the fact that, you know, it's been a month. Life happens. We weren't arguing about anything, so that's why we took a hiatus. It's just life shit. And we were just talking about, you know, what was going on in our lives. I think people can relate to that. We should have just lied and told people that we were beefing. Just to see what they would say. <laughs> Look, the po- another podcast breaking up. No. Look, like we the, had the Joe Budden podcast break up already. Um, I know Lupe and Royce, they did a podcast and they broke up. I was like, damn, two of my favorite rappers broke. Like, it, it, it's heartbreaking. It happens. Yeah. But one was over money. The other one was over rap beef. <laughs> All right, one of us is going to start rapping then. Yeah, facts. So, I mean, spit you start a sixteen. Doing, do a sixteen. Now nah, spit the eight. <laughs> spit yeah, let's 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 start with a four first. <laughs> yeah. Let's start with that. I say a two if anything. <laughs> Shit. That yo. So. Yeah. All right. So yeah. So we did. Since I, I like how y'all was being honest with you know, um, everyone and just letting them know like you know like life stuff does happen. So I feel like today we're just gonna talk about just more just more honesty. More honesty, more life. Yeah, man. Honesty, more life. Okay, that's a bar right there. <laughs> and I, oh yeah, so you know, look, I still got this podcast thing in me. Shout out to Drake. Facts. But um, yeah, just like with honest conversations, like I know this this month is just a very um, it's like mental health awareness, mm-hmm. and um, I see that like a lot of people are taking the time to kind of just like sit back and just analyze certain things that they have in their life and what's going on and, you know, just, just making sure they're taking, you know, proper care of their, uh, their mental health. And I like, I feel like for myself, I feel like I'm doing the same exact thing right now. Um, just taking the time off just to make sure that not even taking like time off from certain things, but just making sure I'm doing like positive things or like the right thing to just make sure that, you know, I'm good. It's kind of like a tune up check. Yeah. Been very productive actually these last few weeks. Um, you know, just working. You know, I got a chance to travel a little bit, even though it was a family emergency. I still like being on planes and shit, just getting to see a different environment. And then I know next week, no, two weeks from now, I'm going back to concerts, which is something I love. It's therapeutic for me. It kind of lets me be in the moment, get to see some of my favorite artists live, get to hear that music live. And, you know, just get to converse with other people, too, because we're all here for one thing. Yeah. So I, so you all here for one thing is to enjoy that moment. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, it's like, how do we, that joy that we feel that we get from certain things, how do we just try to implement that into just like our body and our DNA? So when things aren't going well, you know, we can still feel good. Um, For me, like I said, the whole concert thing. I still kind of like run to music, um, whether it's on my phone. I still have an old school CD player. Facts. And so for me, I like going to that because it's kind of like a book. It's just you in the book, no notifications, no other distractions with the CD player. You know, it's just you and the CD and however many tracks it is. 
yeah, you can skip them, you can replay them, but that's all you have. Nothing else. No playlists or anything else. Mm. So it could be like your getaway. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. It's everybody's getaway. I feel like, you know, music and traveling and... Um, and traveling is different for other people. They're just going to Miami and L.A. <laughs> for yeah, where they go to two places and that's it. Yeah. My, nah, Miami, LA, and Atlanta is only for strip clubs and BBLs and weed. <laughs> so it's perception. <laughs> for real. So it's perception, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I know. What are you there for? Well, yeah, it's purpose like we talked about. But I know for me, I'd love to do a road trip. I ain't going to lie. I thought about getting an RV and just travel from here all the way to the West Coast and back. So why don't we just do it? Yeah, Yo, they And just, then podcast as we're doing it. Dog, they just had a story about somebody... Going cross country and somebody went missing. Like dog, I'm gonna hold you to that. Yo, listeners, you heard what the man said. So if we're not like podcasting on an RV within the next few months, I'm going to be upset. I'm actually gonna be sick about that because I always love traveling. Y'all know me. Yeah, it's gonna be a two week trip. Where are we gonna go to? I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna go to Oklahoma. What the hell, nigga? Where are we going to? <laughs> I mean, I we stopping somewhere. It's Oklahoma, but we going. I all somewhere. the ch- places you could choose to. You say Oklahoma. Yeah, that's that's Midwest though. But we going to L.A. Like New York to L.A. Bro, where's you trying to go? I thought about Wyoming. I mean, I know California. Like I love seeing. These, you know, hold on, no, 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 yo, yo these up. two niggas done told me Wyoming and Oklahoma. All right, Wyoming got Yosemite for real. Like I, I can yeah. I can see why he said Wyoming. I'm trying to see some bills, so you know. Yeah, Yosemite, Yellowstone. Yeah, what, yeah can, Wyoming. Can, who, you think, who, who you think he is? Kanye West now? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm on some own group. So that's why you want to go to Wyoming? No, nah, I didn't even think about that park actually. But I, I don't know, just it's just random. Just one. random. And uh, I mean, it's more west coast, of course. You know, Cali's obviously the farthest way, but it's more west. I just feel like people hype up California, you know, but um. It is something I want to see, and I know you've been there multiple times. So yeah, you know California's okay. It's all right, but yeah. si- since we were talking about perception, uh, there was some on Twitter. I don't know if y'all had seen this, but um, there was a debate going on. So I need to hear y'all opinions on this. All right, talk to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, why did Ian just move up this whole chair? It's gonna be very Wait, interesting. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. So on Twitter, there was a debate going on about a hundred thousand dollars salary not being a lot of money. So, Are you shitting me? So this chick goes a hundred thousand. Hold on, hold on, because I don't want to misquote her. Now get this ready, because for someone to say, it's like these chicks that say, "Oh, I don't want a guy that has a nine to five job or has a bachelor's degree." Like, what are you talking about? Are you stupid or are you dumb? <laughs> like for real, both. It's standards. That's why everybody got. That's standards. what I'm saying. There's that young lady. I don't know if you've seen her. She's been on Instagram. She's been on um Kevin Samuel's show, and she's talking about like how she dates like rich guys and stuff like that. Take care of her. I think you know these chicks. They had that same kind of mentality, and it's very dangerous and it's very scary. Oh yeah, he's funny though. I mean, he'd be really going in, but um. I seen I, a couple episodes. Really funny. Listen here, sweetheart. Listen here. <laughs> You're cracking up. But I would say, Rakish, just before you quote her. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I think it depends on you know the lifestyle that you want to live. Obviously, like you know, everybody's different. You know, people want to live luxurious. People want to live simple. So I think it depends on your perception of things. Um, but I also think about it too. Like, 
what is it the average i think uh american home salary wise is like 40 to 50,000 yeah that's for black people yeah yeah so like middle class like middle class so when you think about like is that even middle class bro no that's below that's what i'm saying that's below middle class that's below yeah, that's yeah. about working borderline po- that's like working class but borderline poverty and it, yeah, yeah yeah if you look at the prices of living today so i found the quote right all right go for it so this is what had twitter in an uproar and i was actually engaged and i wanted to text y'all this during the middle of the week she goes, y'all want 100K a year to be a lot of money because y'all don't have it. But in this economy, it's peanuts. It's like, is it life-changing money? Sure. But that's because, again, you don't have it. Girl, what? How can it be life-changing money and then not a lot of money at the same time? That makes no sense. Really? She belongs to the streets. She belongs to the streets. <laughs> no, she, she needs to go get off the streets and only just go take a math class, dog. <laughs> go get your GED. So wait, First off, that don't make no sense. So what she say? She said $100,000 is chump change, but it's life-changing money? Yes, and she said the only reason why people think it's a lot of money because they don't have it. Dog, do you know how hard it is to get $50,000 a year? Facts. It, it's, it's a challenge. Like, Word. yo, are you stupid or are you... First and foremost, if I ever got a hundred thousand dollars, that is gonna be that's gonna elevate me in a lot of ways. That's gonna get me out of debt. That's gonna give me at least a place to live. You know, I can live a little more comfortable with that money. You know what I'm saying? Dog, a hundred thousand dollars on a salary, son. You're living good. I also think about it too. It depends on the state. That's you true know, too. The, because the state where you're at, like hundred thousand dollars here in New Jersey is pretty decent, but. You know, cost of living here is OD. Down in Texas, though, it's a different story. Uh, no, uh, if you go in Mississippi, you're, like, living it up. Yeah, it's a millionaire. But man. if you could live with $100,000 in New Jersey, you could live in $100,000 anywhere else in the country. That's facts. That's but facts. But my thing is, what you trying to do with that $100,000? She trying to get a BBO. Dog, they don't even cost that money, <laughs> that much money. I mean, they flying out to the DR. That's true. Yeah, Columbia. <laughs> I always oh, think about that man. too. Like girls that do that, know that you know everybody got the insecurities, but be be happy with what you got. Like I know it's hard to do that, but be happy with what you got. Ladies, we appreciate it. Yeah. So I saw the realest quote when I was hearing that discussion, and dude goes a hundred to two hundred k, right? A year is not enough to live com- comfortably if you're trying to live your life through Instagram. And I said, that's the realest thing I heard. And he's speaking facts because I feel like this social media age has gotten people to look at their insecurities and kind of like alter their image. So they want to do it for like the likes and the validation. You know what? Fuck that validation. Like at the end of the day, when you change it, will the likes really matter? You know, will those comments really matter? Will those niggas hitting up in your DM really matter? (laughs) No, I'm serious. Like, no, I'm. I. It's funny because you know, even I think I was watching Doctor Phil, and this man, I think he was called like the perfect selfie queen or something. Like that. Of course, he was gay, but he took. Uh, we don't discriminate. <laughs> he took like ten thousand photos in a month or something like that, and since because he couldn't get the perfect selfie, he almost killed himself. And it's just crazy. To That's think mental about illness. It. Yeah, for real. Know. And you know, obviously hiding behind our phones and do what we're doing with these technologies and social media. Like the world has changed, and it's been controlling us ever since. You know, I feel like ever since social media has came about, you know, we've been controlled whether we realize it or not. And our time has been either 
utilized correctly or underutilized, if that makes sense, because you either are spending too much time on social media or using social media, you know, as a catalyst to do what you need to do. Because, you know, it is a business opportunity. There's people that make millions of dollars on social media and they don't be doing nothing. They get promoted and all that stuff. But, you know, it's the world that we live in. It's the information world that we live in. And it is what it is at the end of the day. But I think that the biggest question is, like, what determines your happiness? Like, if you feel like money determines your happiness, then that's one thing. If you feel like, like for Ian, traveling is his happiness, great. But obviously you need money to do that. Um, music, whether the case may be, you know. And I think that that's why I always feel like, too, like when it comes to money, I feel like you got to go travel to third world countries or just go travel somewhere where like people don't have it like that just so you can get a different perspective. Nah, it definitely changes your eyes. I will humble you very quickly. For real. Mm-hmm. And even like, so I'm from Ghana, West Africa, and I went there three years ago. Me at six, I didn't care because I just felt like it was cool. It was another place. It's just different. Me at 25, I'm walking through the slums. I'm walking through the rich parts. I'm walking through the average parts. And it's it's eye-opening. It really is eye-opening. And some people don't, like, understand, you know, the appreciation of life that we have or, you know, what we're grateful for, what we should be grateful for. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. You know? And so... That was a very humbling experience for me. And so ever since then, I've just been doing my part to help my family out over there. Whatever I can do, whatever I can give, I'll help them out. Yeah. But money isn't necessarily evil. It's, yeah. So it's kind of like, I feel like it's, it's a, it's, it's, that's kind of tough. But then also when you say about validation too, um, our whole lives, we've been looking for validation even before we were on social media like that, though. You gotta think about it. You try to get validation from your friends. You try to get validation from your parents. School. School. Uh, whatever yeah. sports activities that you're doing. I feel like we've always, always been searching for validation. But I guess social media just kind of, like, intensifies that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it amplifies it by, like, a thousand. Yeah. It's unfortunate, you know. I think that... um we don't know no better, you know. That's why when you think about it, you got kids. Because it's crazy. I was talking to my client about this. Like, you know, when they say, oh, back in my day type of thing. Like, when I say that now, I feel old as hell. But, like, you see kids nowadays with iPhones, iPads, iPods, iTouches. Some of these kids are 14, but they're trying to look like they're 24. Like, are you kidding me? But even seven-year-olds, six-year-olds, like, everybody. Like, technology is just everywhere in people's hands. And, um, you know, it's just... The reality that we live in right now and it's something that we have to think about because it thinks about you know how you want to raise your family sometimes i think about that too like yeah i'm gonna have a tv of course but like i'm gonna do what my parents did gave me a cell phone when i was what in seventh grade but the the, the world we live in now like sometimes you might different. need to give her yeah you might need to give it to them earlier because you know yeah, you just don't know. yeah you just don't know so Go crazy out here it's i think there needs to be a balance um Cause I work at a school and most of the stuff that we do are very, you know, tech related. And, um, I remember running into one of the professors. He's like, Oh yeah, I don't need the computer. I don't need this. I'm just going to use the chalkboard. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, just the chalkboard. So just to take it back to like an analog kind of thing in a university setting is just unheard of now. It's super rare, but I mean, I understand it too, because, you know, 
Um, there's certain things that you may not display or like the message you're trying to convey via technology might not be the best. So just take it back to, you know, a chalkboard and uh, some chalk or a pen and paper. I ain't going to hold you. If a teacher in this day and age is using the chalkboard, though, I'm going to be discouraged as a student because that means there ain't no reasoning with that professor. <laughs> it's like talking to a brick wall. Yo, that man is using chalk. And we got the, like the triple boards too, nah, so son. you can move them up. That man don't care. He don't care if he get dust on his suit. He don't care about if he get asthma from the dust. Yo, that man don't care about nothing. <laughs> he the type of teacher that tell you, hey, come, come here, come, come. Let, let me uh, bring you to the chalkboard and use this chalk. And, you're gonna write <laughs> and God forbid this is like a class that you're using some formulas for or something like that. Thing ain't erased properly, and he just going, nah, I ain't be. Ain't no reason why you can't Yo. show up late. You can't give that. You can't make no excuses. No nothing. Nah, I'm good. He that teacher that uh, used to when we used to be doing tests that used to erase every five minutes. You got five minutes left. <laughs> I remember those days. Yo. Since we be honest, am I the only one that cheated on tests when they were in school? All right, Brandon cheated off of my test. No, for obviously we all cheated in high school. I'm talking about when we was in college. Oh yeah, I plead the fifth. <laughs> they can't take back your degree now, bro. Harvard, there's a study at Harvard too that there's like forty to fifty percent of students that attended Harvard that cheated, and I think everybody does. I plead the fifth. Everybody All I'm gonna say look, is look, I did not buy an Apple Watch for fashion. Look, um, <laughs> and did y'all have like an honor code? Honor, ain't no pay attention to that. Nah, we had to write it on every test and every assignment, and people still don't care about that. Thing. I violated, but no, no, they do care because I'll tell you this: I used to work for like student affairs and stuff like that, and there was a girl that was in my like our capstone class. And she had violated the honor code because of plagiarism and everything of that nature. Like they actually had it down word for word, bar for bar, everything like that. And this was two weeks for before graduation. She got expelled. Okay. So I feel like I've known people that have been teachers and they said they know their kids be cheating, but they just said, just like, they say they'll stop you if it's like blatantly obvious. And like what I kind of realized, it's kind of crazy how since I was in school so for so damn long, Brandon, you probably saw this too. When we first started college to when we finished seeing how teachers like just alter with like technology and just like being lenient and stuff of that nature. Because remember back in the day, a lot of teachers like, you're never going to have a calculator. You need to do this, do this. Y'all motherfuckers lied because I got one on me at all times. That's number one. Two, it's just like, you're never going to be in a setting where if you don't know something, and you need assistance that you can't ask for help when it comes to like work and things of that nature. Cause they're talking about, Oh, when you're at work, you won't be able to, what are you talking about? I'm in a team setting nine times out of 10. Exactly. Unless you perform an open heart surgery or anything in the medical field that you need to know, you're making sure you're hitting the right vitals and certain things of that nature. That is completely different. Mm -hmm. But even if you're mixing formulas together, you can go figure out, What's the proper performance for you to be big? So I don't understand this. And and it's and the major point is is like it was just very interesting just to see how my beginning of school stuff went from like quizzes, assignment, um, tests, blah, 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 to more project based stuff, as well as like figuring things out with being able to use any resource that you have. Okay. Yeah, so I want you to apply because I think about <clears throat> learning like you either surface learn or you deep learn. 
And I remember my teacher mm. told us that like surface learning is just you stating facts. You know, you if the my hoodie is yellow, I know my hoodie is yellow, but what else about my hoodie makes it yellow? Whether it's the fabric or what the case may be, but like I apply it to myself when it comes to um, my clients. You know, me being a trainer. I tell all my people, like, you don't need me, you know, you need me right now for the education, but you don't need me. But basically right now is you learning, is you soaking it up and then how you retain it is you apply it. So if you don't know how to apply it, and that's why I feel it like was school, like they made us apply it by doing projects and everything and, you know, these papers and all this stuff. And it's funny because for me, I feel like I'm more of like a project paper type of person. But when it comes to tests, like... <laughs> The anxiety be bro. I'm the worst. Yo, I might be the worst take test take tester in the history of take testing. Bro used to cheat off my test in high school. Yeah, it was bad. Me, Kevin, CJ. Yo, we had a whole system on that. So, I think Brandon was behind me. I had CJ and Kev to the right of me, then I had Kenzie and Kiki to the left of me. <laughs> and so, like, I had to do it in a systematic way where, because I know I would get like a perfect score, like a ninety eight or something. I know he's just, but we um, him. We used but him. but so I had to do it in like increments of like five or ten. It's always fifty questions, multiple choice, and so I always knew the answers because like they give you like the teacher gave us a review. Nah, nah, we knew Ian was gonna study. We wasn't <laughs> facts. That's, that's the real honest answer. We knew Ian was gonna study. And we weren't, and we had a code, like he said. Like, we had a system running, and then I found out 10 years later, Brandon reveals, like, yo, the teacher said, caught me cheating. I'm like, yo, why did you not give my That's name over? my uncle and him are best friends, and uh, we went to Thanksgiving dinner, and I remember, you know, we're serving the food and everything. He's one of those people's, too, like, just calling it out, like, what it is. And he passing out the turkey and the bowl and everything with the gravy. He was like, so, Brandon, you want to tell your mom why you and three other students got the same answers? And I was That's like, crazy. I, look, I would have been like, yo, that mac and cheese is looking fire over there. Can you pass that real quick? And I was like, wow. And my mom looked at me like, what did he say? And I was like, dang. I would have stuffed my face with food, Yo, Yo, was cool with me, though. What is his African American? He gave some real advice. I ain't going to hold you. Oh, no. He definitely gave some life advice. I'll tell you this. He, when... um. I remember our senior year, he was talking about people because he was like, yo, college isn't for anybody. He was like, yo, straight up, if you're trying to do what you're doing in life and college isn't, like, necessary for you, I would go ahead and try not to go yeah. as it pertains to business. And when he told us that, at like, hearing that at 17 years old, you're kind of like, oh, like, wait, what? Like, Everything that you worked for, it's like, don't do it now? Yeah, and it was just kind of crazy when he said that. And, like, obviously when we get older, we kind of see that and we realize that. And it's just like, yo, like some teachers, you know, they are helpful and they are looking for the better interest for some of their students. And then I remember him telling me that. Then I went to go ask another teacher that and they were just like, yeah, I totally agree. And I was just like, wow, like that's that's crazy because you obviously, you know, it's a push that you need to go to college and be able to do this, this, that, and the third. But there are no guarantees in life. So actually. Now that you put it that way, let me just break it down because I did hear that same advice from that same teacher. And there's three types of people when it comes to advice in general or anything. It's either people who listen to it off the rip, people who listen but don't get it till later down the line, and people who don't listen at all. I'm usually like the first two, and for this one, I was like the second one. So once I got to college, so this is me at 18, it starts to hit because you start to see that college isn't for everybody because – you're on your own. 
you have to go to classes, you pick your extracurricular activities. If you want to work, you go apply for a work study or a job like in the local community, things of that nature. And some people just didn't do it. Like one of my friends freshman year, um, he just realized it wasn't for him. Like, I mean, he's a great guy, um, but classes weren't his thing, you know, staying focused, trying to get there on time, do the work and stuff like that. And so he dropped out, but then transferred to like community because he felt like that was easier for him. So I started to see it more and more. And for me, it just gave me more motivation to finish because I know I can do it. Uh-huh. Um, I know what I was capable of doing. I know I wanted to, you know, for me, this is more of my test of how can I stand on my own too without anybody. And I feel, I felt like I did a great job. I mean, there's times where I slipped, but I knew I had to pick myself back up. Okay. Um, some people just fall off completely. And so I, I appreciate that high school teacher giving us that advice because I saw it firsthand. Facts, facts. I think, um, like I said, when it comes to education, it's everywhere. I mean, there's books, there's people. At the end of the day, there's phones, shit, Google. I experience mean, yeah like you and then they like you consume what you want to consume when it comes to what you want to learn like if you want to learn something you want to do it and like my grandma used to tell me you know you'll always be ignorant to the knowledge you'll neglect and um for me personally i never wanted to be ignorant yeah there's some subjects that i don't know a hundred percent but that doesn't mean i'm not gonna try to do the best i can to learn it but i think that you know, at the end of the day, you got to remain and be, you got to remain to be a student. And, uh, you know, uh, when I think about one of the worst, as opposed to like intentional, it's just teachable. Like I always want to remain teachable and be able to say like, okay, like if I been through something, if I'm going through something, like what can it teach me and how do I apply it either better or whatever the case may be, but, um, it's just learning, you know, at the end of the day and, Really, that's life. Like that is life. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. what it is. Life is literally a learning lesson, and um, you know, you get the information however you want to get it and perceive it, and how you spit it out. You know, and at the end of the day, like, there's so much more to learn. Like we be thinking, like, oh, like I'm pretty strong in this area of my life, or I know a lot about this. Like when I think about life, like I can speak about life a hundred percent forever like i could speak about it all the time because you know i've been through so much but like there's a lot of stuff that i haven't been through yet that i'm like i can't even talk about that and i wouldn't want to talk about that yet because i'm not going to speak about something that i've never been through but when i get there please believe i'm going to say something like and that's why you know with podcasting and all that stuff like it's cool to say like okay we can speak about you know certain subjects that we're all passionate about or just talk in general but like when it gets to like the nitty and gritty and the difference between like some pockets, like there's pockets that are very informative. There's other ones that just speak about nothing. There's other ones that just speak about some genres, kind of stuff. like yeah. the, crew, the true crime stuff. Yeah. So like, you know, it's like books, you know, at the end of the day, like there's every genre for something for every person, but I just know that there's information for everybody out there and it depends on whether you want it or not. Mm. Before we go, I just have a random question. To ask you. All right. All right. Um, has like previous relationships um stop you from buying certain gifts for people? 
I know this is completely different. I have a bunch of random questions that I just have off the top of my head hey, that I want to ask one day. Hey, no, let's let's do these random questions right now. So has a has um a, like a previous relationship like stop you from like purchasing similar gifts that you might have done in the past? Not me. Oh well, well, Ian, we're going to answer that next time. Are we doing this cliffhanger shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like viewers. Yeah, I'm, yeah, we could do that next time. Next time, folks. Until then, time in your ears. Until then, y'all. Peace. We out.